Welcome to the Establish Love Podcast. What's up, Warriors? Thank you so much for joining and being here with us. We are so proud that you are taking steps toward healing and wholeness. We believe God is calling women to the arena to grow and trust in Him, the author, creator, and perfecter of our faith. We know that pursuing healing and wholeness isn't an easy path, nor does it always seem clear, but we hope to remind you that He is good and ever so near. Our vision for Established Love is for women healed and whole from sexual, emotional, and physical trauma. We want women to encounter, be transformed, and catapulted from surviving to thriving in life. Thank you again, Warriors, for tuning into the Established Love Soul Sessions. What's up, Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of Soul Sessions. My name is Sherilyn. And my name is Soli. And this week, we're going to be continuing our I Am Statements. Um, We took a little break last week. We hope that you were able to catch up on the episodes. We've been doing a deep dive in the topic of identity. And each week we've been addressing different lies that we tell ourselves or that we believe um, that is the opposite of the truth of God's word. So this week we're going to be covering the topic, am I worthless? Ooh, big topic. Big one. Wow. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's a heavy one on my heart. Um, recently I well maybe let's start with this I would say what is it or who is it or where is it that we find our value or that we we place our value in so I would say the question is the question is what determines your value and your worth Mm, is it your job is it your friends is it where you live is it the things that you have or don't have is it your family is it your church community I realized in these last couple of weeks, um, I had to reevaluate where am I finding my worth and my value? Mm. We live currently in like the New York, New Jersey area. And I'm sure you probably know, maybe you don't, but a lot of things have been changing in our cities. And um, it's like, wow, I didn't realize that I had to stop and take like an inventory of my life and where I want to go and where I am right now. Things have been, let's say, interesting. (laughs) Interesting. I would say right now, one of the biggest things that I am facing is my work-life relationship. So when I say that, I mean like the balance between my work life, my personal life, my spiritual life, and work. I think sometimes we, well, one, we work because we need money, right? Like, I mean, unless money's falling out of the sky, I wish it was, but it's, it doesn't. We work because it's it's a part of our livelihood. It gives us something to do. Um, it helps train our skills. We are useful and helpful, I hope, in whatever job you work in. But recently, I've been feeling like, am I really valuable to my team at work or Mm. does my team find me valuable and I started to question myself like do I even have as much value as I thought I did Mm. and I I know it sounds like that's like random or okay like that's so weird but I realized as things are constantly changing you have to like adapt you have to adjust quickly or you'll get left behind it's like uh what do they say in science survival of the fittest Wow, Sherilyn. Yeah, that's 
a lot to process for sure. What has been some ways that you are reconciling how you see your value in your job and how are you bringing it back to what the Lord says or what does that process look like for you to remind yourself of what the Lord says over you? Hmm, that's a good question. I, I think first I just had to confront the issue at hand. Um, I think pushing things off or pretending like it's not happening is not helpful. Um, it's like a shaken soda bottle. Like you can keep shaking it, but once you open it, it's going to explode. So I, this week I had a chance to just stop and like evaluate where I was, how I was feeling, what I was thinking. And I realized that I was really feeling overwhelmed, overwhelmed, overworked, and underappreciated. So that equation right there is a path of misery and destruction. I don't think that God wants any of us to work in a place where we feel undervalued or overworked, where we are tired and exhausted. Now, that's not to say that, you know, you shouldn't be working hard and you should not be doing your very best and into excellence at everything that you do, because when you're at work or you're at school, you're representing Christ everywhere you go. So, you know, of course, always put your best foot forward and do the best that you can possibly do, but don't overwork yourself. I feel like I have been overworking myself and not like stopping to take a break. So that's one. The next thing is, so I realized like, that's my issue. I, I needed like a little break. My next thing is I just had to like, I had to pray and ask God, like, what should I do? I don't want to quit. I'm, I try not to be a quitter. Um, but it's like, I think sometimes you can become so overwhelmed that you just want to just throw everything down and just be like, you know what? I'm done. Like I need to chill. I need to like rest on the bench for a long time trying to decide, okay, how can I get through this day without being, without complaining, without being overwhelmed? Like, how do I take command of my day? So one thing that helped me get through this week, I, I think this week has been probably very difficult um, for me. And so in the morning, I get up a little bit earlier. I try my best to pray, um, to read a devotional if I have the time, because honestly, I've been so tired that I don't really get up as early as I want to. Um, but just going with the pace, like not forcing myself or not beating myself up because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. So it's like the little things. I pray in the morning. I try to read my devotional. I definitely have a coffee because whoop, that's like fuel. And, and then I just like, I just try to just take one thing at a time, like one task at a time. Um, and I make like a checklist for myself and I just try to go down the checklist. But so let me good. tell you this. <laughs> let me tell you an incident without giving too much details, of course. Um, but so this week I had a task and I work with a team. I don't work by myself. So I had a task that required me to work with my team. And I knew that my team had a lot of things on their agendas as well. But I knew we had this one particular project that we needed to work together. And I stayed at work really late, later than I should have or could have. And I felt like I did my very best. And I'm like, this is so great. I was so proud of the work that we did. Like, 
we stuck to it. We didn't give up and we got it done. Let's just say <laughs> like a few days later, I get, um, I have a, a meeting and I'm told that the work that we just did, the one that I was so proud of was not as good as I thought it was. And let me tell you, when I heard that, I was like crushed. Like, of course I didn't like uh, let them see that I was crushed. Like, you know, you don't want to like show that you're sad or anything, but I was so crushed. Like what? I worked so hard on this and I did my very best and it still was not enough. And I literally started questioning every single thing that I did. Like maybe this, what I think is great, it's not actually great. And they're either A, just like they feel sorry for me. So they say it's good when it's not. Or B, they just put up with it because who else is going to do it? You know, so it's like, that was hard. I, I felt like I was a kid in grade school when you take a test and you fail and you thought you passed. Has that ever happened to you? Are you studying? You're like, you feel so good about the test and you get back your paper and it's your t- whatever it is, your paper, your test and you fail. Yeah. Unexpected. Like. Mm. Right. That's it was like it took me back to that moment of. Oh, no, like the effort that I put in was not or the amount that that came out of it. So I know like this is just one incident, but it's I felt like it was just like one thing on top of the next thing on top of the next thing. And I was just like, whoa, I need a break. I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. I feel like overworked, underappreciated. I said this already, but I don't know, like that reality really hit me hard this week. And I'm telling you, I just wanted to quit. Like, I really just wanted to just throw in the towel and leave. And I've been praying all week and I'm like, God, God, where are you? help me (laughs) (laughs) that's so real and honest though like in a culture that really equates success and your value on how busy you are on what kind of busyness you're involved with in a culture that's nonstop, keep going 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 it's so challenging to take a moment to just say pause and let me step out of this to really reevaluate everything And so for you, Sherilyn, as you've been processing just the things you've been going through really recently, when you are faced with the narrative that you are worthless because of these job things or with these job things, how do you remind yourself of the truth or what are some things that you do that reminds you of God's truth in the midst of just so much busyness and noise? Um, I would say one of, of course, of my first go-to is always to read the Bible. I feel like no matter how stressed out I am, there's always a verse that always speaks to me. Well, the word of God is alive. And I feel like, especially when I'm at a low point, um, it's, it's more true than any other time in my life. And I would say, I would like to share actually a scripture that. I feel speaks to that feeling of worthlessness or um, feeling unworthy or feeling like you're not successful um, or feeling like you're not doing enough or or your best is not enough. Um, It's Matthew 6, 26. I'm going to read from the New King James Version. It's one of my favorite versions. Um, But of course, you're going to read it in a different version. So this, this version says, look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap 
nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? More value than the birds of the air. God feeds them. God takes care of them. Um, and I, I felt like that was a reminder to me. Like, even though I'm working hard, I don't have to work so hard to be taken care of because God will take care of me no matter what happens. If he takes care of the birds, if he makes sure they have bread, seeds, whatever it is, wherever they are, you know, no matter what they're doing, um, he provides for them. And they don't have to work to receive from God. And society, it tells you, like, you have to work. You got to work hard. You got to climb the, the corporate ladder or whatever job you're in. You have to, like, make the most money, do the most this, so you can buy the best cars, live in the best houses, whatever. But the basic need of eating, like, being fed, right? Because I, I think, like, without eating, one, you won't have any energy. You're going to be malnutrition, and you won't be able to do anything else. But... As I look at this verse, what really stands out to me is that it says they neither, the birds, they neither sow nor reap, right? So like they don't go and plant the, plant the seeds in the ground so that they can eat from them later. Or they're, they're not out here clocking in at work at 9 a.m. and clocking out at 5 and getting a check at the end of the week. You know, they're not sowing, they're not re reaping, they're not doing anything but simply existing. And God considers us, his children, right? Us, the humans, the people, more valuable than the birds. And if God keeps his eyes on the birds, then surely God is keeping his eyes on me, on you, solely, on you listening. And um, I, I, I know that sometimes life can be so difficult that you can hear this verse or you can read it and you'll be like, yeah, I know that's true. I know that's true. And sometimes in the moment, it doesn't feel like it's true because you're struggling or you're dealing with something that's hard. Um, but despite how you feel, despite what my situation, my circumstances look like on the outside, the word of God is still true. It's a firm foundation that I can stand on, that I can rest on and that I can trust God even when I'm overwhelmed, even when I'm stressed, even if I feel undervalued or worthless that God says that I'm valuable, that I'm more valuable than the birds. And there are millions of birds, different types of birds. But God sees me, he knows me by name, and he knows you by name. And another scripture I want to share quickly is Isaiah 43, verse 1. This too is in the, in, in the New King James Version. It says, but now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob. And he formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name, and you are mine. Sometimes when I read verses like this, I replace the Jacob, the Israel, and I put my name there so that it can be more real to me. Um, and I just hope that this encourages you to remember that God created you. He formed you. He has redeemed you. He calls you by your name and you belong to him. And that's what I tell myself. And I hope that that encourages you as, as well, that you are unique. You are special. Even if no one ever tells you that, even if no one ever um, calls you by your name, because I know there's sometimes there are some people, they call you out of your name and that's, you know, rude. Um, but just know that God knows your name. Um, 
and he cares for you. He takes care of you. He will provide for you. Even in the most difficult situations, there's always a way with God. Wow. Thanks so much, Sherilyn, for sharing. That was encouraging to me to remind me that in the midst of busyness, that God is so detailed that he knows every need of the birds that are so many species of them, that he sees us and knows just what we need. And so warriors, we hope and we pray that this encourages you that even in your busyness, even things that you have going on in your life, whether it's work, relationships, situations, circumstances, uh, we pray that you would be encouraged to know that your value was already set on the cross when Jesus died for you and rose again for you. And so warriors, join us next week. We are going to tackle Am I Too Much? And that, dun, is, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and that in itself is a lofty title, but we know and we pray that there would be freedom and breakthrough, not even just for um, our audience who is listening, but this brings us, Sherilyn and I, challenges and also challenges us to walk in freedom every time. And so we thank you so much for sticking with us in the journey. Uh, join us at our women's conference coming up in five and a half weeks y'all five and a half Woo! it is <laughs> called the beautiful exchange conference and it is going to be held in woodland park resting place october 9th come out registration is free it will be in our link it will be on our social media bios so instagram at est love nyc and you'll see that registration link right there go ahead and register it is completely free free.com so come join us or is it free 99 i like both but it's free 99 free. <laughs> <laughs> it's free so just come out come just be just receive uh, we're gonna have amazing speakers we're going to have guest worship done um, by an amazing worship leader so come on out we're so excited and warriors we'll see you next time Thanks for listening in. We hope you're leaving encouraged and inspired. Until next time, warriors.